Hello fellow sojourners, I'm your host Dave Layton and welcome to Travel with a Purpose, a podcast designed to keep sojourners and friends informed, entertained, and inspired. In today's episode, we'll be looking at some ideas for maximizing the RV experience. Now, this is not an exhaustive list. You probably do many of these anyway. But it's a good idea to keep reminded, and perhaps there are a few ideas you can build upon. And by the way, if you know someone who is beginning their RV experience, please share this podcast with them. Well, let's get started. First, we should always have a plan, and you should have a plan B. I doubt many of us hook up or start our RV and just head out the driveway in a random direction. I recall an episode of the movie Star Trek where Captain Kirk told Mr. Sulu to just take her out. No, we have at least a destination and route in mind for most of our trips, but there are other things to think about. The travel plan can be as detailed as you like. A detailed plan, of course, helps remove some of the stress of what to pack, how much fuel you'll need, what the best route is to take, and where you'll be staying, either overnight or when you arrive. But there's a lot of other elements to the RV experience. And by the way, don't forget to use the Sojourner's Overnight Guide. This has some great places to overnight. We've been able to overnight in some church parking lots. Or there might be some sojourners that would just love to have you stay at their home. Maybe even get in a game of hand and foot. Well, some of the questions can be answered with modern technology like a GPS or internet searches and other apps that might be out there. We like to use GasBuddy to locate the best gas prices. We're also members of Good Sam. Good Sam has a trip planner and information about campgrounds. Another app that I like to use is Waze. Among other things, this app lets us know what the traffic looks like ahead of us. If you've ever been stopped on the interstate, this app helps you see how far ahead the slowdown is and what's going on. A word of warning, when you use the Waze app, be aware that as you travel, it's still working and will drain your iPhone or other the battery for your device. Uh, after I check the traffic, I turn the app off. We, you can still leave it running, but you might consider plugging it into a power source instead of running on your battery. But you know, some folks like to use the old-fashioned paper maps. These are great, and sometimes we use them as well. They're great when we want to plan an alternative route. Another point to remember when planning your route is to know your RV dimensions. This includes your height, weight, and length. I have a brother-in-law who will remain nameless and learn this the hard way. Our GPS is customized to our rig dimensions, so it helps us avoid low overhangs or unacceptable roads. But I still watch out for these things myself. I also like to use Google Earth to look at places where we'll be stopping for fuel. I check both the way to get in and the way to get out. Some gas stations are set up to allow easy access, but unfortunately, some do not allow room to easily get in and out. You don't want to have to back out of a station. 
Google Earth gives you both a bird's eye view and a street view. And one last point you might consider uh, is to write down your plan and then share it with someone along, along with your contact information so you can be contacted if necessary. Well, let's talk about the travel day itself. Don't extend your daily drive beyond a comfortable distance. I've learned that I can't travel 10 to 12 hours a day anymore. I get stiff and sore, my eyes get tired, and I generally get tired all over. Pulling a camper or driving a motorhome takes a lot of concentration and can tire you out very quickly. We all have our own level of tolerance for driving. For some folks, they can travel a full 8 to 10 hour day. Just be aware that as you become tired, your reaction time and focus are negatively impacted. If you do have to drive a long distance, take a break, walk around for a few minutes, and relax. We pull into a rest stop, or when we stop for gas, I'll walk around the rig, check everything, and take a break to refresh. Even a 10-minute break to stretch your legs, go to the restroom, get a snack, will make the drive time more relaxing. And by the way, a little added benefit, slow down and enjoy the trip along the way. There's wonderful things to see in our great nation. And by the way, also, it's a good idea to not skip lunch. It'll help you stay alert. But don't eat a large, heavy lunch. I like to tell folks that if you eat a heavy lunch, all that heavy food is in your stomach, and it tends to pull on the muscles connected to your eyelids. So eat a wholesome, light lunch to be as alert as possible. If your travel companion can drive, let him or her do so. Regardless of what your personal preferences are, you should limit the time you spend behind the wheel on travel days. Also start early enough that you don't have to rush in the morning. I load up our rig with many items we'll be using on the trip, such as clothes and such. Uh, we, we take food items we'll need on the trip but we usually don't carry a lot of other grocery items. We like to wait until we get to our destination to purchase food, water, and things like that. This also helps reduce the weight in the rig. I gas up our truck and hook up the camper the day before we leave. I would much rather hook up in the daytime than in the dark. Sometimes we need the truck the evening before we travel, but when I'm first starting, I hook up early. On extra travel days, I pick up around the camp area the day before the and, and pack up anything that will not be using in the morning. I also empty the trash ahead of time. All right, the next point to keep in mind is pay attention to the weather before you leave and as you're traveling. This is a very important point. If the temperature drops and ice or snow forms on the road, you should alter your travel plans. Don't take chances. Pulling a rig or driving a motorhome can make driving in negative weather conditions even worse. Also pay attention to rain and wind. If the weather is going to be hazardous, consider delaying your trip until the storm is out of your area or out of your route. If a storm comes up during the trip, get off the road and wait it out. A rig will often sway in heavy winds and may cause you to lose control. You should have a weather app that will give you real-time weather conditions as well as weather forecasts. Use these in planning as well as traveling. My wife keeps an eye on this when we see clouds ahead. A storm can sneak up on you, 
So as they say in the Navy, keep a weather eye out. Always try to travel in daylight. This will eliminate a lot of stress on travel days. As we age, our night vision and depth perception can become negatively impacted. Traveling in the daytime is easier, safer, and more enjoyable. Do yourself and your family a favor and commit to driving your RV only during daylight hours. When you arrive at your destination, it's easier to navigate within the park and it's easier to set up your rig if you can see what's going on around you. I know it seems obvious, but also keep your rig in good mechanical shape and don't forget to check the tires. This includes tire pressure and, and the lug nuts. Make sure that they're properly tightened. Also, preventive maintenance is critical to maximizing your RV experience. The more we invest in preventive maintenance, the better off we'll be. Don't ignore the basics of oil changes, brake jobs, and battery replacements. And certainly, get all those malfunctions that just pop up. Get them fixed as quickly as possible. One last thing I want to emphasize about maximizing your RV experience is to not drive impaired. We've already mentioned driving while tired, but we need to remember that some prescription drugs we take can impair our ability to drive safer. They can slow down reaction time, they dull our perception, and impair our vision, making us unfit to drive. If we need to take prescription drugs, consider letting someone else do the driving. Or, can we drive for a short time before taking our drugs? Or, can our doctor prescribe some medications that are safe for travel days? Okay, I know these tips seem obvious, but like I said, it's good to be reminded, and it's useful for those new to the RV life. We don't want anyone injured or impaired from our mission as we travel with a purpose. Well, friends, that wraps up this discussion about maximizing our RV experience. Our Lord has graced us with a way to serve and the resources to do so. We want to be as effective and successful as we can. I appreciate you listening to this podcast. If you're interested in being a guest on our podcast or know someone we should have as a guest, or if you have a topic you would like to hear more about, please email me at sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. That's sojournersevangelize at gmail.com. Well, I'm your host, Dave Layton, and remember, we give glory to God as together we travel with a purpose.